Welcome to Gag Me With a Chainsaw, a horror podcast about 80 slashers. I'm Corey. And I'm Sarah. And we live scary movies. And we respect sex work. Yes. Sex work is real work. Of course. Right? I agree. Yeah. You have to be a people person. Yeah. You got to put up with a lot. Yeah. And bad breath. Mm. But as we've established, kissing is extra. <laughs> yeah. We learned that from another movie. Pretty Woman. <laughs> with renowned celebrity smoker. <laughs> Julia Roberts. Richard Gere, not a smoker. Don't think so? No. Yeah, probably not. He's Buddhist. Oh. What? You have to know that. It's like his whole thing. All I know about him. It's the second thing that everybody knows about him. Yeah. All I know is his first thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) If you know, you know. If you know, you know. We don't need to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) We should just talk celebrity urban legends. (laughs) Bonus episode. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) All right. How are we? Pretty good. Um, been enjoying some new movies or looking forward to some as well. Yep. yep. Uh, summer season wrapping up. Mm-hmm. We saw Renfield. We did. We went to the theater to see yep. Renfield. We saw it together. We sat in a new place for everybody. Yeah. We're mixing it up. <laughs> and what did you think? I, okay. I liked so much the Dracula parts. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved the Dracula parts. The and I liked the gore, but it is also a like advent not adventure action police movie. Yes, and it's like why that I was not expecting. Why does everything have to be that? I don't know. I'm confused about this movie. It was not what I was expecting. The movie I, there, seems confused. <laughs> there were things I liked for sure. Yeah, the same stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. The Dracula stuff. And the gore stuff. The gore stuff, so funny, so good. Uh-huh. There were some funny parts. Not all the jokes land for me, no, but... fuck no, dude. Yeah. Some of them were like the worst kind of jokes. <laughs> but I told you when we were leaving the theater, I was just so glad that the like, so you're like, Postmates for the bad guy joke from the trailer did not go into the movie <laughs> because that was upsetting. Yeah. I did not like that. And I don't like her that much. Aquafina. I like her. I liked her not so much in this just because the role was just so blah. Like so dumb. This cop that's the only uh, not corrupt cop on the force and her history with her dad. It's like, so how many lone (laughs) not corrupt cops can there be? (laughs) Yeah, dude. I know that whole storyline. Exactly. So who cares? Mm -hmm. What I want is. Nicholas Holt eating bugs <laughs> <laughs> with Robert Smith hair. Mm-hmm. I want Nicholas Cage, the big Nick. Mm-hmm. I want him swanning. Right? Which he did, yeah. He swanned, and I want more <laughs> swanning. There were some shot for shot 1930s Dracula homages. Yeah, that stuff at the beginning was very cool. So cool. And you can tell that this was a role that he really embraced. Mm-hmm. And there's another thing I said to you. I know he brought all these rings from home. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I have the cape yeah. too. You know, I just thought that he was so good. I would love to see more just Dracula stuff. 
Yeah. I always like like different takes on vampires because totally. I'm always like, which part of the lore are they going to go with? And they kind of yeah. played with that a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, overall, like the plot, I was like, I don't care about this. I don't care about this. Yeah. Yeah. And like uh, some of it is a lot of it is what I would call like millennial humor. Does that make sense? Really? Don't you think? Like, no. I think that Postmates joke was very millennial humor. I don't remember that from the trailer, no. to be honest. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the thing that made me feel like, oh, people are going to make fun of me for wanting to see this movie. Mm. So, like, when we did our wrap-up and I was like, oh, I want to see Renfield. I was like, they're going to say Postmates. I just know it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. I was waiting for somebody to go, well, that just happened. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like that kind of thing. And that's what the, like group therapy stuff kind of made me feel like but I liked the people that were in the group therapy so I was like "Mm, okay I did too especially the main guy yeah he was probably the funniest character to me he's so funny Mm -hmm. he's in this show called the other two that is used to be on Comedy Central and it's on HBO and it's about these two siblings who have a younger sibling who becomes like a Justin Bieber superstar Mm-hmm. And they're just like kind of along for the ride. Have you seen this show? No. It's so fucking you know, funny, I don't Corey. Watch shows. I know. You're right. You're right. And I don't really either. Yeah. But this one is so fucking funny. Okay. And he's in that show as like a friend of one of the main siblings. Hmm. And he's always like, anytime he comes on, I'm like, I like that guy. Yeah. And he's in Ghosts, the American Ghosts. And I really like that show. And I didn't think I would. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. I was happy to see him show up in the movie. Yeah. He was a standout. Yeah, it had its moments. Um, I would say, I want to say don't go see it at the movies. You don't have to. No. But I do like that it's kind of a weird movie. And so support a kind of weird movie if you want to see more kind of weird movies. Right? I mean, if you got got extra money. uh, Yellow Jackets is back. Yeah, I watched season one. I have not seen the new ones yet. I'm waiting for them all to come out. Yeah. They're not going to get me again. I started watching it. I was like, (laughs) oh, Yellow Jackets is back. I'll start watching that. But I was a couple episodes behind. You're so. liking it? Yeah. It's a show I enjoy. A rare show that I watched. <laughs> yeah. And I did enjoy it a lot. But I was mad. I think I may, might have mentioned it on an episode before. I thought it was going to be one season. One and I done. Know. And then I was like, oh, okay. I know. Now and I, I feel like okay I okay for- with that. Now <laughs> I feel like I forgot a lot. I know. <laughs> uh, something else came back. Oh. Well, this isn't horror mrs mazel <laughs> came back and oh. there was no fucking recap at the beginning and i'm like <laughs> how am i supposed to remember all this shit yeah so yeah a a recap is appreciated <laughs> but yellow jackets you just gotta know really that they're stranded right? yeah i remember that part yeah <laughs> so is there any other horror media evil dead rise is coming out oh yeah we're or gonna... is out yeah it's out yeah we're behind. We're going to see it this week. Yeah. So we'll let you know next time. Hell yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited, but I'm not getting too excited. Because yeah. I'm like, everybody likes it. Mm, I can't get my hopes You're suspicious. too high. You don't believe the hype. I can't. I, it's let me down before. You didn't like the last one. The remake? Yeah. Nope. I did like it. But this one looks looks fun. Yeah, the trailer scared my brother. <laughs> He was like, I don't want to know. I don't want to know anything about this. Yeah. Instead, we should make him watch a movie like 
our movie for this week. Yes. Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Hell yeah. Our first chainsaw movie. Is it? it yeah. I mean, it's our first prominent chainsaw movie. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Woo! We did it. We're, we're famous. <laughs> <laughs> So every episode, we pick a movie from the Letterboxd list, every 80s slasher, an attempt by John Hillman. We rolled the dice. Yeah. And we were blessed with this gem. Mm-hmm. We got lucky. I was going to say snake eyes, but that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure. Yeah. So whatever's good. 21. <laughs> What's good? What double is- sevens. <laughs> no, double sixes. What is it called? I feel like it has a name. I can't think of it. Mark of the Beast. Sure. Mark of the Beast. (laughs) Yeah, we randomized, and this was a really, really great outcome. Mm -hmm. Better than our last outcome, you some might say. What was the last random one? Was it the the, the J the R? Yeah, Terror London Bridge. Yeah. Well, I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, let's wait and see. (laughs) Let's wait and see how we feel. Yeah, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers from 1988. Um, had you seen this before? Nope. I had heard of it. Of course. But I had not seen it. With a name like that. Yeah. It's not flying under the radar. (laughs) Yeah. I had never seen it either. Um, I wonder if there's been a Joe Bob. I don't think so. They should do this one. Yeah. It'd be a good one. Double feature with Strip to Kill. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That'd be good. Or Frankenhooker. Frankenhooker. They already did Frankenhooker. Never mind. Yeah, we watched that one, I think. Mm-hmm. We're never going to get to Frankenhooker, right? <laughs> it's like 1990 or something. Oh, yeah, I think so. That's too bad. Uh, check out Frankenhooker. <laughs> <laughs> Had a very memorable video rental campaign. Yeah. All right. This movie was directed by Fred Olin Ray. This guy, this is our kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He made this movie in five days. And he said some of the background girls were probably real sex workers. They were chosen off the street and they drank all the rap beer on set before they left. <laughs> so those are my kind of girls as well. Mm-hmm. But our kind of guy has 163 directing credits to his name. Bad Girls from Mars. Scream Queen Hot Tub Party. Bikini Ooh. Chain Gang. These all sound great. Masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> An episode of Emmanuel 2000. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But not just that. In 1998, he directed a movie called Dear Santa. And then in 2012, he directed a movie called Christmas Wedding Date. And that was the start of a whole new chapter in his career. And since then, he's directed around 15 Christmas TV movies. (gasps) Has he done Hallmark movies? Corey? These cannot be anything else. (laughs) Okay. I would like to read a couple of them to you. Okay. And you tell me if they ring a bell. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I start with the newest ones first or the oldest ones? I'm more likely to know the newest ones. All right. Dog napped. Hound for the holidays. (laughs) No. Has not. I have not seen it. (laughs) A royal Christmas on ice. No. A royal Christmas engagement? Hmm. I don't watch a lot of the royal ones. They're usually not that good. A Christmas princess? No. Baking Christmas? (laughs) 
No, still haven't haven't seen these. One fine Christmas. Ooh. Keep going. A wedding for Christmas. <laughs> Wait. No. Oh. <laughs> Getting closer though. A Christmas in Vermont. I remember seeing this one, but I didn't watch it. The Christmas gift. That's a lazy title. I know. That's why I'm like, I feel like I've seen it, but probably just the generic title. Per- wait, wait, wait. Who's in it? Uh, is it Mira Servino? No. Okay. It is Michelle Trachtenberg. Oh, no. And Rick Fox. <laughs> Man, that guy will be in anything. <laughs> uh, a perfect Christmas list. Oh, this one might have interested you. Christmas in Palm Springs. Ooh, no. I want to see it, though. All I Want for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Holiday Road Trip. Yeah, I can't keep up with all these movies. <sighs> the Teeny Weeny Bikini Squad. <laughs> Is that a Christmas movie? I mean, I guess it depends on what <laughs> hemisphere they're in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so this guy... He's not hurting for jobs. No, he's not hurting for jobs. <laughs> yeah. Check a couple of them out. Maybe. Just to see what the director of Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers is doing with A Christmas Prince. Yeah. So we're starring Gunnar Hansen. Do you think it's Gunnar? Gunnar. Gunnar? Sure. Hansen <laughs> as The Stranger, a uh, horror legend. We've got Leatherface himself in action here. Mm-hmm. He kept acting up until he passed away in 2015, and he did a lot of work with chainsaws. Yeah. Automatic hire, right? Oh, <laughs> if totally. If your movie has chainsaws. Totally. Like, auditions. He is very <laughs> chainsaw heavy here. <laughs> yeah, you got to get him. He's in this other movie, Mosquito, mm-hmm. that I like, and he picks up a chainsaw, and you can tell that it was this moment where everybody was supposed to be like, what? <laughs> and you do you say a little woo yeah <laughs> so yeah he was like special skills <laughs> chainsaw work mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, another person who can put that on her resume Linnea Quigley as Samantha another horror legend we've seen her on the show already in Silent Night Deadly Night um, she's iconic as trash in the return of the living dead one of our favorites very naked mm-hmm. Uh, she's in Night of the Demons, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Witch Trap, Linnea Quigley's Horror Workout. Jason's favorite. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so many more. Mm-hmm. She really leaned into her Scream Queen image, and that is how you stay booked. Yep. She had four movies last year. <laughs> nice. Her mortgage handled. <laughs> Good for her. And we also have John Henry Richardson. Uh, he went by Jay Richardson then as Jack Chandler. He has 175 credits. And he kept working with Fred Olin Ray, the director. They did a movie that I think we should watch for Halloween. It's called 13 Erotic Ghosts. Yeah, let's do it. How many erotic ghosts can you think of? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Missionary. Doggy style. Girl on top. <laughs> Reverse cowgirl. Huh. Is it an anthology? <laughs> no. I think it's a standalone, standalone film. We should check it out and find okay, out what the, the other ghosts, nine. All the ghosts are connected. The other nine erotic ghosts are. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it maybe it's like thirteen ghosts. Yeah. Right. I didn't like even... they're all trapped <laughs> trapped in a sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so this movie is very tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. It's a noir parody. It's full of one liners, sight gags, full bush. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Right. Me too. Are you ready? I'm ready. Should we start? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What if I said no? Well, then we would just hang up our headphones. (laughs) But we're going to start. I drive home. You drive home. (laughs) I take my pants off. (laughs) And we chalk it up to a successful day. Um, All right. Before we start this movie, though, legally. Oh. We have to issue the disclaimer that runs at the top (laughs) of Hollywood chainsaw hookers. The chainsaws used in this motion picture are real and dangerous. They are handled here by seasoned professionals. The makers of this motion picture advise strongly against anyone attempting to perform these stunts at home, especially if you are naked and about to engage in strenuous sex. My conscience is clear. Director Fred Olin Ray and Sarah and Corey. <laughs> Cosign, gagging with a chainsaw. Cosign, yes. I know that people love to have sex to this podcast, <laughs> right? Yeah. There have been many babies born as a result of this show. Innumerable STDs passed. <laughs> but please, for your own personal safety, Keep all sexual activity below strenuous. Nothing higher than passionate. <laughs> We're begging you. Yes. Our conscience is clear. Our, con- <laughs> Our conscience is clear. <laughs> all right. Now that we have the, the legalese out of the way. The movie starts with a disembodied voice asking an unimpressed bleached blonde to tell us exactly what happened with a nameless man. She says after they went to her room and did it a couple times, the man told her he was broke and asked for a break on the price. She says, so then I went to the closet and I took out a sexual enhancement device. The faceless man puts a chainsaw on the table in front of her and asks her if it's said device. She says, that's it. He asks what she did next. She picks up the chainsaw, says, I'll show you. And (laughs) the movie rips into the opening credits with a real rock and roll 80s garage rock soundtrack. The animated title comes up on the screen and it sure is a lot of fun. Hollywood at the top looking like the Hollywood sign. Then chainsaw hookers in bright yellow and black in the shape of a chainsaw. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, this is probably out of the movies we watched like top five titles i agree with that yeah it really gives it to you (laughs) (laughs) over the downtown los angeles skyline private detective jack chandler opines in classic noir voiceover about the city and the eight million rats who live in it the usual detective at a typewriter with a bottle kind of stuff he clickety clacks on his typewriter about the situation he's found himself in while a blonde in red pumps and lacy ankle socks naps on a couch in the corner of his office. And then... (laughs) 
You see, it all started at a bar that is bartended by, swear to God, a real life living Mo Sizzlack. <laughs> it's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I love his old timey striped green apron. Yeah. <laughs> so a Hollywood hooker named Mercedes picks up some blue collar dickhead named Bo and takes him to her room under the watchful eye of a large, swarthy bearded man. After some sexual construction innuendo, Mercedes pushes Bo down on her bed, spins some Elvis on her record player, and strips all the way down. As she dances, she pulls out some clear plastic sheeting and covers her large portrait of Elvis on the wall, explaining, Sometimes I get carried away. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everyone is very excited now. We are excited because we've seen American Psycho. Mm -hmm. He's excited because he thinks she's juicy in some way. I guess, but like, <laughs> they didn't have squirting back then, right? So did he think it was peeping? They didn't have it back then? <laughs> when was it invented? 2006. <laughs> I bet you it happened. <laughs> Mercedes pops a shower cap on her head, starts digging around in a drawer, and tells Bo to lie back, close his eyes, and leave the driving to her. While Bo's eyes are closed, we hear an unmistakable sounds of something that is definitely gas-powered. Bo says, uh, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I believe you have a direction right there. I don't know how to do chainsaw noises. Corey, it rur, goes. Rur, rur, rur. <laughs> that sounds like a race car. It's kind of the same thing. Okay. <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah, Bo says, oh yeah, baby, that's it. Oh, Take me to heaven. Take me to heaven. A grinning, chainsaw-wielding Mercedes replies, Your wish is my demand. He goes, Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Then she rips into him. Blood and body parts fly everywhere. Splashing Mercedes, dousing Elvis. She tried to warn us. She gets carried away. She gets carried away. (laughs) The bearded man in brown face from the bar watches this absolute spectacle approvingly through the window. Bo gets so excited when he hears the chainsaw sound, but his <laughs> eyes are closed. Like, yeah. what do you think he thinks it was? I don't know. Maybe some type of sex toy that he usually has to pay extra for? <laughs> Maybe he thinks it's a dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> He's not very bright. No. <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, we are 13 minutes into the movie, and we've already seen bloody boobs. Oh, Yeah. And they are splashing the (laughs) hell out of her, too. You can tell somebody is just off camera with a little hose of blood. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that this movie is exactly what I thought it would be. 100%. We've been fooled before. We have been fooled before. You're right. (laughs) So in voiceover, Private Dick Jack Chandler continues his salacious story at the typewriter. Could he be any more washed up? (laughs) Get it? Chandler. Oh. <laughs> another, yeah, it's another. not a it's not a reference to Raymond Chandler. <laughs> it's Chandler from Friends. <laughs> from the future. <laughs> another Hollywood smoker. <laughs> Sarah's got them all pegged. <laughs> he says the cops caught on to these chainsaw murders and immediately figure out there was a serial killer. Usually, this would be none of his concern, because murders ain't his racket, but these crimes overlap with his case. He's working a wandering daughter job on a teenage beauty from Oxnard named Samantha Kelso, 
And one day, he got a phone call from the cops about a girl in their custody who matched the description of his runaway. She's being held on one charge of making McNuggets with a chainsaw. (laughs) (laughs) At the police department that day, they're struggling to handle all the gory chainsaw crimes. Jack pops in to chat up the chief of police and get a peek at the girl they have in custody. Jack tells the chief he's looking for a typical runaway in search of a new daddy. The chief replies, yeah, the town's full of them. Jack says, daddies or runaways? (laughs) The chief says, both. (laughs) This dialogue is perfection. Yeah, I like this guy. Yeah. This chief. Everything is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) So they bring this girl in, and it's Lori, our crazy, sexy blonde from the opening. She's not Jack's girl, but her costume shop Marilyn wig is looking right, and she's fun to see nonetheless. I laughed so hard when she came in. (laughs) She's not in handcuffs, but her whole body is wrapped in giant chains. (laughs) Around her neck. Yeah. Around her chest. Giant lock. (laughs) (laughs) He asks, uh, Jack asks her if she's ever been to Oxnard, and she says, no but I've been around the world a couple of times. (laughs) Does she mean for real or like the New York non-chainsaw hookers we're talking about in Maniac? I think think that's what she meant. You think? Mm -hmm. Um, This scene is one of my favorite in the whole movie. (laughs) I feel like these three actors have chemistry. They do. They really do. And she's so, so funny. (laughs) So funny. She gets in there and she acts like a true criminal. You know, and they've got her dressed and she's wearing like a blue chambray shirt and blue jeans. Um, And so she looks like she's wearing like a old timey convict outfit, Mm -hmm. but her shirt's like knotted up. (laughs) It's just it's so funny. It's so funny. (laughs) Uh, Before Jack leaves, he accompanies the chief down to the lab to see some new evidence. From a paper bag, they dump out what appears to be almost the exact contents of my purse in the year Y2K. (laughs) It's a mascara, a black chapstick. It's the best chapstick brand chapstick, I think. (laughs) Two condoms, a handful of change, some keys, a matchbook, and three fingers. (laughs) (laughs) Jack swipes the matchbook and heads out to visit his sort of lady friend. But he can't shake the feeling that chainsaw happy chick... Lori knew more than she let on, and maybe there was a connection between her and his missing girl. While he ponders this possibility, he lights a smoke with the bloody pilfered matches and sees a number written inside with a name, Mercedes. He calls the number and arranges a meetup with Mercedes. In the car on the way there, he hears a report on the radio that the police have deemed this latest death an accident that the victim was just cleaning his chainsaw when it went (laughs) off. (laughs) Meanwhile, across town, (laughs) uh, Herman, this little freak with a pencil portrait of Charles (laughs) and Diana on his wall, meets up with one of these legendary Hollywood hookers. She is a raspy babe, toting a suitcase. When Herman asks what's in it, she says, 24 inches of fun. Toys for big boys. (laughs) He's like, go. (laughs) But he only wants to take naked pictures of her for his business. His business of nude baseball bat calendars. (laughs) Yeah, he says little leaguers and church groups love them. Oh, a great fundraising opportunity. (laughs) 
they fire up the surf rock and get to work. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, she's a natural with this thing. Yeah. She's so good, he doesn't understand that he's about to get bonked by a baseball bat. Classic bonk. (laughs) Yeah. Into the bathtub he goes, and now it's Herman's turn to get eviscerated by a chainsaw while a man nods approvingly through the window. Uh, While she's doing her little baseball posing, there is a Maltese falcon on the mantle behind her. Mm. I was like, I see it. (laughs) Jack heads down to Moe's, and the regulars at the bar all eyeball him when he sits down. This was another scene that made me laugh so hard. There's this little kid at the bar drinking a martini. (laughs) But it's so funny because he just acts totally normal. Like <laughs> all the guys like look at um, Chan- Chandler, right? Jack, Jack Chandler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jack Chandler. And then they just like go back to their conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they say nothing about it. Everybody else had like beers and bourbons with the little kid with the martini. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> so Jack meets up with Mercedes and she's truly wild. <laughs> this lady is a lunatic. <laughs> She says to him, Jack, I'm going to fuck your brains out. (laughs) And he's like, well, I don't like the sound of that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when Jack spots Sammy, his wandering daughter. Jack says, you could have knocked me over with a pubic hair. (laughs) There she was, Samantha Kelso. (laughs) More of this dialogue. (laughs) She's doing a very lazy striptease on stage. And she runs off stage when Jack leaves to call the police for backup. This is so funny, too. He calls the police department and an answering machine picks up. (laughs) And it's like, uh, press one if you're currently being murdered. (laughs) Press two if you want to report a murder. (laughs) It's uh, very clever. I don't know. I wish I had a different word to say than it's like really funny, but it's fucking funny. Yeah. Mercedes returns with their drinks, another bourbon for him and a screaming orgasm for her. Uh, this was not a screaming orgasm. A screaming orgasm is a creamy drink. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> this looks <laughs> more like... Except they didn't have squirting there. <laughs> so this is all jizz. This looks like a very fancy tequila sunrise. Absolutely. And it looks good. It was in a naked lady glass. Mm. Uh, would you ever order one of these sexy drinks now? Uh, a porn star martini. I think we might have talked about this before. It's really, really good. Yeah. Uh... It sounds sweet. It has vanilla vodka, but it has like passion fruit uh-huh. and lime uh-huh. and I don't know, maybe something else. But it comes with a little side of champagne. Ooh, I Super love good. that. Mm-hmm. So surprise, surprise, Mercedes slip Jack a Mickey. It's embarrassing that he gets got like this. A detective should be on the lookout for exactly this sort of thing. When he comes to, he tells us if his head wasn't hurting so bad, he'd think he was in heaven. Heaven for guys who like big tits. <laughs> you think that's a different heaven? <laughs> yeah. Everybody gets their own heaven. But he's not in heaven. He's tied to a bed and accosted by Mercedes, his missing girl, and their friend, Ilsa. As they climb on him, the watchful bearded man enters the room and scolds the girls for acting like jackals. Okay. I know Francis Ford Coppola used this scene for the inspiration of his Brides of Dracula scene in Brand oh, Totally. It's it, the same fucking scene, <laughs> I swear. They're all climbing on him and he's like, Oh, I don't know, I don't know. And then this guy comes in and he's like, How dare you act like 
a pack of wild animals yeah. in my presence. <laughs> and the girls all basically turn and go. <laughs> and then he scatters them. And then I swear, I watched this movie three times because for research purposes. Yeah. And every single time I was like, that's the scene. We need a side by side for the gram. <laughs> it's different. It's not shot for shot. But but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Ilsa gags Jack and the bearded man has her slice of Jack's chest with a knife like carving a little symbol onto him. This strange man tells Jack he stumbled on them at a very bad time. When Ilsa ungags him, he says, that's the biggest bra I ever tasted. <laughs> Jack asks about the chainsaw on the dresser. The man tells him the chainsaw is very important to their religion. It's the cosmic link by which all things are united. And the women aren't just Hollywood hookers. They're his minions. Jack sarcastically asks, what is this? Some ancient chainsaw worshiping cult? <laughs> the man tells him, actually, that's just what it is. It's based on the stranger's Egyptian origins. Did people back then have chainsaws? No. But there were the chainsaws of the gods. The chainsaws of the gods. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight is the night for the big sacrifice that will let them live another hundred years. He leaves and the girls come back in. Mercedes and Elsa decide there's not enough time to... <laughs> before Letterman. <laughs> there's only enough time to dismember Jack with the chainsaw. There's only enough time for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only get one funny sound. Unfortunately, they're out of gas. Mercedes and Ilsa leave Samantha with Jack and head to the mini-mart. When they leave, Samantha unties Jack and tells him she didn't run away. She was infiltrating the group to get revenge for a friend they killed up in Oxnard. Why does this movie say Oxnard so much? <laughs> I don't know. Every time they said it, I'm like, I've been there. I know. <laughs> Jack tries to convince her to leave with them, but she says she can take care of herself and she wants to stay. Jack disagrees. So he headbutts her and takes her out of there. <laughs> Back at his office, the cops still don't answer the phone. So Jack and Samantha plan to go to the secret cult ceremony that night. And then they fuck. Yep. <laughs> that night, they sneak into the cult, which is not that hard to do because there are signs everywhere directing you where to go. <laughs> Again, it's so funny. Yeah. It's like written on cardboard like a yard sale sign. It's like temple this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With like some giant cats. Yeah. <laughs> But they're still caught, tied up, and sent to a literal waiting room to await their face. <laughs> There's another sign in there that's like, take a number and have a seat yeah. or something. <laughs> of course, Mercedes and Ilsa come in. They can't wait to chainsaw Jack, and they're disappointed in Samantha. Samantha tells them to fuck off. She's only there to avenge her friend, Jenny Lynn. The other girls remember Jenny Lynn, and they say that she was a snooty little bitch, just like Samantha. They go, Jenny Lynn... Jenny Lynn. <laughs> the girls inject Samantha with the blood of their ancestors <laughs> and say she's going to redeem herself. They take her and leave Jack behind with their leader, who is so thankful Jack showed up and saved him the trouble of coming to find him so they can sacrifice him. Everybody that meets Jack is looking forward to his slaughter. <laughs> <laughs> At the temple that night, during their ritual... The girls all drink motor oil, served up by Mo, the bartender, who is now wearing a hooded black cape, and I'm so sorry, but kind of cute. <laughs> I didn't realize this was the same guy. <laughs> and then you pointed it out, and I was like, oh, shit. I thought he was, like, kind of cute. Yeah, a little bit. <sighs> He's 
such a bad boy. (laughs) (laughs) And this scene is so funny. You see about 10 people in the room, but every time he opens a new can of oil, he hypes up the room (laughs) like a wrestler. (laughs) And then there are full crowd cheering sounds, like Mm -hmm. whistles and claps. (laughs) There's a fire eater performance. Yeah. More crowd cheering. Very impressive. Yeah. Um, Before we see the virgin dance of the double chainsaws. The master opens a sarcophagus and a drugged and or hypnotized Sammy steps out. In reality, this is a very woozy Linnea Quigley because (laughs) she was closed up in that sarcophagus with the two chainsaws that are running. Oh. Breathing fumes the whole time. That makes sense. You see her come out and she stumbles and her legs are wobbly. <laughs> yeah, I was a little underwhelmed with this dance and that makes sense why. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> they needed extra footage. The movie was short and it's only, what, an hour and 17 minutes? Mm-hmm. The movie was short. And so they were like, let's film this thing real quick. Yeah, they didn't have time to choreograph anything. Nope. Didn't have time to get fake chainsaws. So she's wearing a sequin thong uh, with the big sequins. Looks very painful in the ass. <laughs> and body paint and that's all. It's a snake wrapped all around her. Mm-hmm. It looks pretty cool. Yeah. She performs this dance again, waving two actual real life <laughs> chainsaws all around. And at the end, they bring Jack out and the master tells him to prepare to meet Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> After dealing with a brief mechanical issue, the master hands Sammy the roaring chainsaw of the gods and tells her to use it wisely. She takes it and turns on him immediately. Sticking the chainsaw in his gut and taking him down. The other girls run all around in a panic. <laughs> yeah. But Mercedes picks up another chainsaw and the two duel while Jack struggles to free himself. Sammy bests Mercedes by chainsawing her up the chest. Bright red blood flies, splashing everywhere. It is mayhem. <laughs> the cops arrive to find Jack and Sammy having a celebratory makeout sesh. Turns out they'd been watching this place for a while, suspicious they were smuggling artifacts. But Jack's phone calls put all the pieces together somehow. Did he ever even leave a message? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, as they're chatting, Sammy shouts, They're gone! The master and his temple priests have disappeared, leaving just their cloaks and swirling clouds (laughs) of smoke. (laughs) This all brings us back to Jack's office and his typewriter. He says he wanted to document all of this because the master has never been found and he wants to leave behind a record of what happened to them. You never know when someone else in the future might run into another chainsaw cult. While looking at Sammy sleeping on the couch, Jack tells us he's going to let her stick around for a while because she's a nice kid and she has a great set of tits. (laughs) Like I'm on his side until I'm not. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, right. Everybody that meets him wants to chainsaw. (laughs) The end. And then we have a little card that says, coming soon, student chainsaw nurses, bad to the bone. <laughs> this movie never gets made. Oh, I know. Something about this guy that plays Jack Chandler makes me feel like, I bet you he has a really great Jimmy Stewart impression in his back pocket. Sure. Right? Mm-hmm. See that? Yeah. Um, I kind of wanted to do a thing. <laughs> okay. There's more than three of them, but... F, Mary, let them kill you. Three of the Hollywood hookers, not including Samantha. She doesn't count. Okay, so we have... We have Lori. We have Lori. Our blonde in the Maryland Uh wig. We have Mercedes. Uh Our Elvis freak Mm -hmm. with the shower cap on her head. We have 
Ilsa. She is... The one that comes in later. The one that comes in later. Not the brown hair? Not the baseball bat girl? What is that girl's name? I don't remember. We have the baseball bat girl. Okay. And then we have Ilsa. She's the one that comes in later. She's kind of dressed like Betty Rubble. Mm Mm-hmm. Of our four Hollywood chainsaw hookers. Okay. F. Mary, let them kill you. Okay. F. Mercedes. F. Mercedes. She's pretty hot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mary. I would marry the baseball bat girl. She seems cool. Yeah. She's a little butch, too. Yeah. She's got a baseball bat. (laughs) (laughs) She's got, like, her look is hot in the 80s oh yeah but totally. not hot now no yeah um and let them kill me oh totally Lori. 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 yeah because you're like step on my neck mommy because <laughs> she's the psychoist yeah why not go with her yeah we never and Elsa, really see her I, didn't, in I didn't know her that well she doesn't register yeah like at first i was like the three but then i was like there is a fourth one mm-hmm and there really didn't need to be another named hooker, but there was. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like F. Lori. Okay. She is out of her mind. Mm-hmm. She's very hot. <laughs> She's the funniest one, I think. Yeah. I love her makeup. She's a babe. That wig is kind of ruining it's it for right me. On her. <laughs> okay. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to also marry the baseball bat one. Yeah. I think. Mercedes, let them kill me. Because I've seen her in action. Mm-hmm. She's good. <laughs> She's real good. She is thorough. I don't want to die to Elvis. That's fair. <laughs> but I do like that there's a shower cap. She offers Bo a shower cap. Mm-hmm. He declines. I would take it. <laughs> My bangs. You know? Yeah. Shower cap. Um, She's just a professional. Yeah. And if you're going to get chainsawed, get chainsawed <laughs> by the best. Somebody who knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. We never saw Ilsa do anything. No, we don't know her. She's not. She's not in the runnings. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, my dear, but you've been eliminated. She needed one more scene. Yeah. I like that. That's good. <laughs> I like that we're both of us are like, cannot marry Lori. Love her. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's that's a lot. We are not young men. Mm-mm. We can't handle that. Mm-mm. We're past that point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cor. What's your final kind of final thoughts on this one? I thought this was fun. Like it was actually funny in many parts. Yes. Yes. Like not just cheesy. Like it was funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> And I liked how it was shot. Like it has this indie movie look that I really enjoyed. Kind of artsy looking. I agree. It looks very current. Yeah. Still. Uh Uh-huh. And yeah, those were my two main things that I enjoyed about it. Like I liked the whole noir Uh um, take. Uh Uh-huh. That was cool. Yeah. That the, the noir Raymond Chandler parody was very funny i agree i really like that and totally agree with what you said about how it looks i had the same thought while i was watching it and Mm -hmm. it is funny on purpose and the jokes work 
Yeah. Because we've seen movies that are on, that are funny on purpose or trying to be funny on purpose. And it's not always funny. Yeah. Funny, very funny. Mm-hmm. Every single time I watched it, I was laughing out loud. Mm-hmm. I would love to watch it again. <laughs> yeah. I would not be, be mad about it'd it. It'd be fun in a group. Totally. Drinking some uh, screaming orgasms. <laughs> some screaming orgasms. <laughs> oh, so creamy though. Yeah. What is it? Milk? We'll just drink her version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make it's them look like that. All juice based. <laughs> I thought that um, the acting is fine. Yeah. It was- I mean, Gunnar Hansen isn't doing great work here, but like. No. Um, the guy that plays Jack. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Really gets these little fucking one liners off and they work. Uh, like we were saying that one scene, everybody has got great chemistry. Like all the girls. They're going for it. Going for it. <laughs> Very, very fun. Everybody is really having a great time doing their best. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it a lot, too. Glad we agree. Me, too. All right. No Malton. No. I'm bummed. <laughs> I bet you Ebert could have seen some things in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Video hounds. Two bones. Campy, sexy, very bloody parody about attractive prostitutes who dismember their unsuspecting customers. The campiness of it is great. Okay, but only two bones. Only two bones. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, they usually go no bones or woof. Woof, yeah. Yeah, that's all. Okay. So. And now our ratings you want me to go first um i got mine go ahead seven out of ten seven out of ten yeah i am gonna go eight okay i feel like i've given out a lot of eights but uh, i really like this one yeah it's good definitely track it down i think it's is it on tubi no oh yeah you had to rent it I had to buy it because I knew I was going to watch it twice. Mm. But now I have it and I'll watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pay Linnea Quigley, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So we like this movie. Yep. Two chainsaws up from the Gag Me With the Chainsaw podcast. Chainsaws to the sky. Put it on the Blu-ray. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our next movie core? <gasps> I'm so excited. We're finally doing it. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. I've been wanting to do this one for a long time. I love this series. And we need to get it started because there's a lot of movies. Yeah. We do have a lot of work to do here. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that is exciting. Yeah. How fun. We have a lot of history with this movie. Yeah, we do. Which we'll talk about next week. Not next week. <laughs> Two weeks. Two weeks. Next episode. Next episode. All right. Well, look for that. You said we have a lot of history of this movie, and I thought, yeah, we interviewed the guy that wrote it, <laughs> but we didn't. Maybe we, we, there's still time. I told you I'm tired. Don't tell on yourself. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not telling on myself. My brain's just not connecting right. <laughs> you just said history, and I was like, yeah. i'm not join us next episode with wes craven (laughs) 
get his email address? <laughs> Wait, is he dead? Oh, shit. <laughs> See, you think he's in heaven for guys that like big tits? Uh, I bet you he likes medium ones. Medium ones. <laughs> is he I gay? Is this gay Clive Barker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is he gay? Question mark. Gag me with a chainsaw. Put it on the Blu-ray. <laughs> all right (laughs) well anyways um as always donate to the bakersfield burrito project please and help us feed our hungry and unhoused neighbors here in bakersfield on cash app and venmo bako burrito project and follow us on instagram at gag me with a chainsaw and at twitter at chainsaw podcast maybe maybe yeah (laughs) i'm thinking of abandoning this twitter account okay Unless you guys interact, it's gone. So uh, it's up to you guys. Um, yeah, that's the thing that's <laughs> making me feel like abandoning Twitter. <laughs> also, you can call us 661-454-7499. Um, I think that's all of our modes of communication for the moment. Yeah, call us and tell us who this main actor looks like. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> helpful, actually. <laughs> Otherwise, it's going to be three o'clock in the morning. I'm going to get up to pee. I'm going to come back to bed. And I'm going to be laying there trying to go back to sleep and be like caught up by it. Yeah. So if you can answer this for me, it would be helpful. All right. Is that it? That's all I got. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Can you just take that out and put a real chainsaw noise? (laughs) No. (laughs) You do one. (laughs) It does sound like a dirt bike, though. Right? No, that's good. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You're so funny. Thanks for joining us on Gag Me With A Chainsaw with your hosts, Corey and Sarah. Music by White Bat Audio. Find us on Twitter at Chainsaw Podcast and on Instagram at Gag Me With a Chainsaw. Until next time, unpleasant dreams. Do you think Julia Roberts has veneers? She has a really famous smile. I don't think so. I feel like those are her real teeth. I think that she has veneers over them now and they're like super custom veneers. Yeah. To make to make them the exact same as her old teeth were. Cause she smokes. Does she? Yeah. Yo, I could tell. I can't you? She's from the nineties. <laughs> I feel like all of them smoke. Like when on a writer, you know yeah, she smokes. She smokes. <laughs> she absolutely does. Uh-huh. Demi Moore smokes. <laughs> Maybe they quit. Taylioni? Mm-hmm. Big time. Right? <laughs> the only well, she's kind of well, she's from the 80s and the 90s. I don't know if Drew Barrymore smokes. I bet you she, like, sneaks one every once in a while. Yeah. I feel like I saw her smoking when I saw her. Yeah. Like, smoking on the smoky patio. All right. You know what? She smokes. Mm-hmm. I'm moving her from every once in a while to smoke her. She's probably like, I only smoke when I drink, but I drink every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so I smoke every And she weekend. has a glass of wine in the evenings, and she has a cig then, too. Yeah. <laughs> she fully smokes. They all smoke. I know they do. And they'll just like, they're like, I'll just get a lung transplant. 
Yeah. Pay a million dollars. Jennifer Aniston, she probably doesn't smoke. She might actually be the just every once in a while one. Mm-hmm. Courtney Cox. She looks like she smokes. She looks like she smokes. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she does. <laughs> but she does look like she smokes. Phoebe. Probably just yeah. smokes weed. I don't know. <laughs> she smokes weed for sure. <laughs> and she probably has one every once in a while too. I think they all have one every once in a while at least. David Duchovny. Smoker. 100 mm-hmm. percent you can tell he's got it all over him <laughs> i can't think of any other 90s men 